0: I was um when <clears throat> I was waiting for the podcast, my signal was really super clear when that lady was talking in my ear telling me how long, how long I had to wait till my podcast started but then my music was kind of staticky. How do I sound to you guys? Is everything okay okay, um it was very weird um i I bought um I have no topic. So the music was static for you guys, too. Okay, it was just weird. The music was kind of blah, blah, blah And then, um, so I was just curious as to whether or not I had static as well. I guess that's a probably a blog talk thing versus a Skype thing, because I'm on Skype this evening. Because um, I was not going to do another um, Direct Connect show, if I can absolutely avoid it. Um, so uh, just, oh, no. Anyways, I am... Um, <clears throat> Um and I got um Jack some uh, uh some treats because i've been spoiling him rotten. I understand um it's more my issue than his um and i bought these terrible things and I want to share them with you uh, uh there's this feed store uh near my house, and um they they make dog treats in in house um you know like organic stuff or whatever anyways well. <laughs> I don't know if you can call this organic, but let me tell you what's in the, what, what this is. Um, I've seen products like it, but they always have a lot of preservatives and stuff in them, so I didn't want to get them. Um, but this is peanut butter wrapped in pigskin. Uh, there's no other way. And... His eyes actually got glassy when I when he smelled it. He was so excited. An atrocity. Just he. It's crunchy and they're slurping and it's terrible. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It is so terrible to listen to him eat this thing. It is. I think it might be the sounds that you would hear if he was eating a person. I, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um. They don't smell bad though, so, that, so that's one good thing. Um, but, but they're terrible. Now, I have seen a commercial product from Hearts that was very similar to this called Oinkies. Um, so, well, like I said, they have a lot of preservatives in them. Um, but, anyways, uh, he's super thrilled. He's super thrilled. But it is disgusting. I, it is terribly disgusting. Oinkies. Anyways. Um, this, this podcast is not sponsored by Onkies or Hearts or the feed store because I don't have any sponsors. Um, So but apparently you should be like – I should be like declaring that when I talk about stuff that I shouldn't be talking about, that I should be explaining that I'm not sponsored um or something. I don't know. Anyway, there's no sponsors. Um. Although when this becomes a podcast, there will be um, advertisement in them that's set up by Blog Talk. So in that way, there will be sponsors, but they're not sponsors that I talk about in the actual podcast itself. And I want to thank everyone for... um, for enduring those little advertisements that happen in the podcast sometimes because that's dollars in my pocket. And dollars in my pocket translate into more fun stuff for Rough Trade and my own site. And um, I don't know why I'm not sponsored by a dildo company. That would be fabulous. Anyways, um, <clears throat> I uh, – um. All those dollars go back into uh, the site and they go into things like our new um, uh, forum on um, RevTrade, which I think is going to go really well um, For those of you who have not gone over to the workshop check it out you need to check it out both as a reader and as a writer. It is writer um, oriented but there is some places for readers to talk about stuff they're reading and all that stuff, I would remind you that, um, being a member of Rough trade is a privilege and not a right. And if you abuse those privileges, you will be removed. I'm so serious. So serious. Anyways, <clears throat> I don't actually think I have enough traffic to, um, garner sponsors right now on my podcast that might change in the future. Um, Uh, so, yeah, of course, if I had, like, a good vibes or, um, anything like that, I would have to probably spend some time with their products, that would be difficult, huh, anyways, anyways, I have no topic, and I, 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 I spent an hour and a half trying to think of a topic before the show started, and I got nothing. You know, there's just nothing absolutely that's really super interesting. Um, I could spend two hours bitching about Donald Trump, but who wants to listen to that? Nobody. Um, Although, I will tell you a little story. Um, I was on the phone with one of my dumbass cousins. (sighs) And I'm in my dumbass cousin, and he's bitching. He's a he's not a Trump supporter, but he hates Hillary Clinton. And, um, and I told him, I said, well, you know, she's just really super qualified to be president. And he said, and yeah, and why is that? I said, really? Why is that, motherfucker? And I'm, I want you to know I'm in line at Target. I said, because a woman has to be twice as qualified as any man to get anything in this fucking country. And the man behind me got in another lane, like he was afraid I was going to hurt him. I wasn't go hurt him. I do have cookies. I have, well, I have fruit chewy cookies. I have fig newtons. I have um, fig newtons. Uh, they're 100% whole grains. So I feel really good about eating them. I feel like they're not even really a cookie. I really enjoy um, fig newtons. They also make... Um, uh, blueberry ones they're super awesome but those are all gone we got a fig one and a blueberry one and the blueberries went first I've not had Apple Newtons. Now I'm mad. I'm going to have to go find some Apple Newtons. I love apples. Uh, speaking of apples, when I was at Kroger the other day, they had. And for those of you who who buy apples and who are really into apples, you're going to understand what an awesome deal this is. I got Honey Crisp apples for 99 cents a pound. I know. I bet you're super jealous. 99 cents a pound. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. I got, normally, um, what I got would have cost $15, just in apples, just in apples, and I paid $4 and something cents for what would normally cost me $14 or $15 in apples. Now Normally, I don't buy that many apples at once, Um, but, um, they were nine ninety nine cents. I can't help myself. So my fruit drawer has now become a Honey Crisp store, um, drawer. It's just full of apples. That's okay though. About two years ago, I did an apple um, taste test, and I bought a whole bunch of different apples to try out. And Honey Crisp won by a landslide. If you've never had a Honey Crisp apple, you are totally missing out. Go get you one. It is fucking awesome awesome. Yeah, it is Lady Holder's fault because I was bitching because the apple that I liked, and I only ever ate Red Delicious apples before this, and she told me oh my god that I was missing out. And so she told me I should try Fuji's. And I really, really, really enjoy Fuji, um, Fuji's as well. Um, but then I saw all these other different apples, and I started trying them, and I was on Facebook talking about it, and someone said that they should, um, I should try Honeycrisp, and so I tried the Pink Lady and the Honeycrisp and um, the Golden Delicious. and I tried like the gala. I, I tried them all. Like every every apple I could get my hand on, I tried, and Honeycrisp was my favorite, absolutely across the board. So now I have like four and a half, five pounds of Honeycrisp apples in my drawer. I do like Granny Smiths for baking because it holds its shape better. It's awesome. Um, but when it comes to just eating an apple outright, I definitely prefer the Honeycrisp. And my mom does too, and she didn't even know it, because I would cut one up and put it in a Ziploc bag last Friday, last Saturday. Um, and I put, I put it in my purse, and my mom was, um, the keeper of the purses, because she had the, the cart, and we were in Michael's or Joanne's, which is a craft store. Um, both of them are craft stores, and, um... I needed my measuring tape because we were, there were some craft bags and my mom wanted to know the measurement of the this particular craft bag and it didn't have measurements on it. So I asked her to get my tape measure out of my purse. And yes, I do carry a tape measure wherever I go in my purse because what if I need it? Obviously, I did need it. Um, so uh, I'm measuring this craft bag and my mom says, oh, you've got apples. And she opened up the little Ziploc bag. Well, I didn't think anything of it, Right. My whole apple was gone by the time we left Joanne's. And I was like, you you only like golden delicious apples. And she says, well, what was this? I said, it was a Honeycrisp. That thing you said you don't like. She says, well, apparently I was wrong. So she ate my Honeycrisp apple. Uh, For for those of you who listen on the podcast, um, you'd be amazed at some of the things that happen in my chat room while I'm talking. And I look over and I think to myself, are these bitches even listening to me? Or are they like on this website looking at butt plug harnesses? Hopefully both. Because they are currently looking at butt plug harnesses. I mean, it's, I don't even, I don't even know. Electro butt plugs. Baked apple Newtons are not in stock. I wonder. If there are any in my area, I will not Google while I'm on the show. I have a habit of doing that, typing on the show. And I know that's really annoying for those on the podcast, and so I'm trying to do better about it and be, you know, slightly more professional about um, my product. <laughs> so one that doesn't have a name is when I decide to get professional about my product. Anyways, um, <clears throat> the show with no name. Or is that the horse with no name? Is it both? The horse with no name. Yes. Um, well all the tools now someone mentioned that apparently there's an electric whip on this website. Um or the the butt plugs electric. Um, electro butt plugs. Um I've seen an electric whip. It it, it had a very, um, very low current in it and it was more um it was more like a violet what's it called, a violet wand? display it, it really wasn't meant for um, actual use but um, so everything you see in ties that bind as far as like tools and implements go um, have some basis in reality um, I, I, I didn't want to um, uh, explore things um, that I didn't have uh, some knowledge of in, in the real world so I've seen um Violet kits, which is um, for electric play, um, electricity play, that have whips and um, cuffs with a very, very light current, um, shock wands, uh, stuff like that. It's pretty cool stuff. There will be no dick snake. I draw the line. A horse with no name. This is the show with no name. I should totally recall it that. I'm I'm, going to rename it. The podcast with no name. And here I go, typing on my show when I said I wouldn't. His name's America. But no, you know, I was, um, so Jimmy Fallon got in trouble for apparently humanizing Donald Trump. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what, assholes? If him appearing on a late night talk show and joking around with a talk show host humanizes him for you, Jimmy Fallon isn't the problem, motherfuckers, you are. Because he's a fucking monster. And if you think that that little blade changes that in any form or fashion, for it, you're a dumbass. Um, and if it did change the mind of some person about whether or not they wanted to vote for Donald Trump, they were already a fucking waste of flesh and bone anyway. And they were just looking for an excuse to feel less racist about voting for Donald Trump Anyways do you know that's what it is right I mean these people Who are on the fence The Republicans that are on the fence about voting for Donald Trump They're on the fence For The idea that they don't want to appear racist For voting for him So they're trying to find a reason to vote for him That will give them a high road In this election, but I got news For you Republicans out there, if you're listening To this, and you probably aren't, because I ran them off Last year when I called I compared Republicans to pedophiles Um, Still mean that, by the way Uh, Both are utterly Irredeemable Um, If Fuck, I forget what I was going to say Alright, there is no high road If you are Republican voting For Donald Trump, you're already In the ditch, and there's no up there is no up He's a misogynist He's a racist he, is, he makes fun of disabilities He is A narcissist And a fascist And Honestly While it's not his biggest fault But I'm sure it plays He probably has a really tiny penis Proudly ignorant You're absolutely right Julie He's proudly ignorant And anybody who is proud of their own ignorance is disgusting. Chris said in the chat room he makes incestuous jokes about his own child. I would rephrase that to say that he makes incestuous comments about his own child because I don't think he's joking. I really don't. I really don't think he's joking, and it's really super, super disgusting. Um, anyways, so I could spend like two hours talking about that, but who wants to spend two hours talking about that? Yes, apparently he did make another joke about Hillary Clinton being assassinated this evening. Um, terrible, terrible, deplorable, of course it is, but you know what? It's almost like par for his course, and when Lord Cheeto speaks, Lord Cheeto offends, and so you just got to the Cheeto Prophet, and the Mangled Apricot Hell Beast. Uh, mm. I am particularly fond of the Mangled Apricot Hell Beast. That's just really fucking funny. Um, So if there's any Canadian minions, I might be living in your basement in a couple of months. (laughs) I'll be migrating north. which sucks because it'll be winter soon and it snows a lot in Canada and I don't like snow. (laughs) Anyways. I took off my fake, my false nails today. Um, I have worn acrylic um, gel for two years. And this is going to sound really weird to anybody who doesn't um, wear um, false nails at any point or has never worn them. Um, I've worn them for two years um, pretty much solidly. Uh, I would go into the salon, get one set taken off, get another set, put them um, back on. My nail beds aren't sensitive because I've worn fake nails or false nails so, so much Um Throughout my adult life, I don't have that sensitivity. But what I do have is that my my fingers feel alien. They don't feel like my own. They feel weird. And I'm glad I just took them off before Nano happened because um, I cannot write. I tried to write and it was it was so weird. My my fingers don't feel like my own. They feel very alien. Um, but I wanted to do a rehab on my nail since it's been so long since I um, didn't have. But actually, my nails look really, really good. I was really surprised at how good they looked when I took off um, the acrylic. So it's not bad at all. Not bad at all. Anyways, so I'm I'm doing a rehab, and I'm putting um, um, special uh, nutrient – nail polish, um, on my nails and all that stuff. And it's just really weird not having, um, <sighs> nails. It's just weird, you know, but actually Donald Trump makes Sarah Palin look smart. And that ladies and gentlemen is scary as fuck. I'm calling in with a different kind of method on Skype. Um, Because I went ahead and bought myself um, a Skype plan. Thank you for the donation for the person who who gave me money recently because I used that to donate to my Skype account so that I could do my podcast more regularly for for my site. Um, Because I was just having so many problems with the phone. It was driving me insane. And um, so uh, thank you for that. I super appreciate it. Um, Although she did tell me I should use the money to get my nails done. But I'm not getting my nails done for a while, so... (laughs) <laughs> I hope you'll appreciate the, the the way I did put it to use. <laughs> Anyways, um uh what was I saying? Oh, so anyway, my phone number on um the uh the, the the switchboard is all ones and it's really super weird to see it up there because usually it has my, my username for Skype when I'm using Skype or it has my home phone number when I'm calling in on my home phone. Um or it has direct connect on it when I'm using um blog talks. Uh so it's really weird to see all those ones. It's 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 kind of distracting. So so hopefully I'll get used to it pretty soon. Um but I I hope the sound is better and it's more consistent. And um, so, all that. Oh. Or it could be my voice. Jeep said <laughs> I'm on the phone and Kira wobbles sometimes, but that could be my connection. Um, or it could just be me. <laughs> I am Southern, and I do I do have a little uh, thing going on, you know, a little accent thing. So that, so that could just be me, Jeep, connection, or it could be both. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways. um I, uh, speaking of donations, I um, renewed the hosting package for um, com today and um, through the end of the year, and I'm hoping that November won't um, hit it too hard. <laughs> but Nano is our single biggest event, and I'm looking forward to it and um, all that jazz. And, um...
1: <laughs>
0: so it, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh so but November um people have been um asking questions about November and that's awesome and great and I appreciate that. Of course, at least there hasn't been as many questions this year as there were last year about um the single POV challenge because people had a hard time understanding what that meant. And we had like four or five um we had a podcast about it and we had group discussions about it and I answered emails about it and oh, people, it really wasn't hard. Come on now. And even after the, even after all that, there are some people who did not do it correctly, um, who made no effort to do it correctly. I wanted to stab them. Um, but I didn't stab anybody. I promise. Yeah. If you're listening, I'd never stabbed anybody ever. To so myself once I, uh, I dropped a knife on my foot. I was opening up a turkey. Um, for those of you who who cook or have ever bought a turkey or a chicken, it comes in this really tight plastic wrapping. And so it was Thanksgiving, it was the day before Thanksgiving, and I was um, unwrapping a turkey. And um, it was really difficult to get it open because I wanted to um, – brine it before I cooked it so anyways and so I had this super stupid long knife that I had no business but I couldn't find my scissors I couldn't find my kitchen scissors and I was really pissed um and so I oh, I have this knife and turkeys are really slick well most poultry is most of them because it, it, cause it's, it's set in water a little bit so that it doesn't dry out and they're very slippery and the knife got slippery and it had a heavy handle um and I dropped it instead of, and instead of the handle going down first, which is it's designed to do because the handle is heavier on purpose um, to give it good balance and to keep it from stabbing you in the foot when you drop it. I managed to be that one person out of like what a thousand, one in a thousand who actually dropped this knife straight down onto my foot. So I did stab myself once with a, it, with a, but that's it. No other knife crimes. I'm not sure that counts as a crime because I'm terribly. But if if being clumsy was a criminal offense, I'm I'd be a felon. Um, yeah, it didn't even require. It, it was it was startling. There was blood everywhere, but it was actually a really small puncture. Um, it had it it did have raw turkey juice on it. Yes, it did. Tim, and um, so there was cleaning involved, and um, there was alcohol involved, and that was excruciatingly painful, Um I can't believe, you know, I'm not even surprised at all that there was a video on YouTube of slippery tur- turkeys, um, and uh, so we cleaned it with alcohol, and, um, um, and it was a tiny puncture, the fill, and then there was more alcohol, and then it got wrapped, and my husband wrapped it up for me. And it looked like a mummy's foot when he got done. It was the the damn cut was maybe maybe a third of an inch long, and he used an entire roll of of gauze. It just I I had a mummy foot for two days. It was ridiculous. I was limping because of the bandage, not because of the actual injury <sighs> anyways, it was ridiculous, but I had the most terrible luck with my feet. I've broken both my feet um in the last eight years uh and they oh the sun, when it rains or it, the temperature changes, oh, it hurts so bad it's really annoying. I haven't broken anything recently, though, Lady Holder, so I don't appreciate your offer of bubble wrap for Christmas. The only appropriate tribute around here is Oreos. What the fuck? Anyways, um, I don't really like drum, rum. Hmm. I don't like rum, but I do really super enjoy bourbon, so I wouldn't turn that down. Oreos and bourbon. Just Sam. I've never had brandy. I'm curious. I should get some brandy and try it. I know, right? It's terribly wrong. (sighs) I do. Both times I broke my foot, I wrote, um, let's see, the first time I broke my foot, um, my asshole neighbor dog uh, knocked me off the um, driveway. Um, And that story is actually on my live journal. Um, and my baby Cisco saved me, um, um, and, um, I broke my foot and then I fell off a curb and broke my foot. I walked off a fucking curb and my heel caught the curb and I tipped out, um, and, uh, broke my foot. And I, it was really interesting because I broke a really small bone in the side of my foot that ballerinas and professional dancers often break, um, and that bone couldn't be healed. The only um, the only uh, option they had for for really healing it would be for for me to have foot surgery, and since I'm a diabetic, they didn't want to go that route. They didn't want to, you know, open up my foot and, um, for this tiny break in my bone. So, um, it's healed as much as it ever will, and that's what it is. It's really, you know, not terrible. (sighs)
1: So,
0: but anyway, the first time I wrote my foot, I wrote The Birth of the Serpent King. um, and the second time I broke my foot, my other foot—I've now broken both feet. I—I I wrote the first book in the War Majors trilogy, <laughs> that old black magic.
1: <laughs>
0: boom and ladies, ladies, boom. <laughs> what is this? What'd you break?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> And I actually wrote Birth of the Serpent King in, like, less than 30 days. And I don't think that um, that old black magic took much more um, effort than that either. Speaking of that old black magic, um, someone emailed me and, um, bless their hearts, I don't know how old they were, but um, she, she emailed me and she asked me, um, If she missed something in the fix because she couldn't find um, any reference to the black magic that my title referenced. And if I had smacked my forehead any harder, I'd have given myself a concussion. For those of you fetuses who don't know um, what that means, That old black magic is a song title, and that old black magic refers to love. Love is the black magic. You terrible babies. Oh, my God. Um, So that's what that's about. It's about love. That old black magic is literally a reference to um, being in love, falling in love. (sighs) Fetuses every one of you who do who um who didn't know that um and it's uh it's about um I I don't know I was um when I named that fic it it was about um acknowledging um there's a moment in that old black magic where um Harry gets the feeling it's, there's a moment, an uncertain moment, when he thinks that he might have to choose whether or not Draco's go, uh, Draco goes back with him. Um, and Neville takes that decision from him so he doesn't have to make it. But it boiled down to that, that whether or not he'll be willing to go back into the past without Draco, or, if he was willing to make a decision that would essentially kill Draco in order to keep him at his side, and so and that's where that moment came from, and i thought okay that that's what that's where I'm going to get my title and I have this big list of songs that I listen to when I write, and that old black magic came on through my playlist um when I was writing um uh, seeing much later in the story, I'm like, oh, there you go. Um, there's my title. It was just that easy, you know. So um, sometimes titles don't; they're not easy at all. And sometimes they just they just happen really organically. Um, sometimes I have titles before um, I start, and sometimes they don't happen until um, in the middle or afterwards. I wrote my James Potter, leaves Britain story, and it literally had no title forever and ever and ever and ever and recently I was doing a reread on it so to figure out how I wanted to go um on to the next book in the series and I realized I wanted to call it the legacy so the first book is called the legacy um and I have I have issues with that particular story in that um I want to, on one side of it, I want to continue in James' point of view. And on the other side of it, um, I kind of want to shift to Harry, because that's natural in the Harry Potter fandom, to, to switch to Harry. Um, but then, mm, so anyways, I don't know where I'm going to go with it, but book two is um, giving me a pitch right now. And I've started it twice, and I have two different versions of the book that are actually works in progress. Um, uh, so it's really annoying. Um, and I'm just not sure... Uh, how I want to do it um, and where I want to go with it. What you need to keep in mind for November is that your title um, is temporary. All The only reason you have a title for November is that we have to have some way to categorize you to keep track of all your shit. Um, so 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 you can't be untitled because then there'd be like fifteen untitled and they would all blend together. So that's the only reason you need to tile for November. And even if you change it um later, that that's perfectly okay to change it. You know, just don't worry about it. Um, but uh but the other side of it is is when you um <laughs> when you do name your fic, the readers On rough trade will eventually start looking for that fic under that name. So I'm not saying you need to give it some ridiculous temporary title, like some people have in the past. What I'm saying is is that you need to um, that you don't need to get too um, wrapped up in what your title might be for November. Um, If you if you need to change it, then change it afterwards, not during, and not after you sign up because I got work to do over here, people. I'm just saying. Anyways. No, what I'm saying, Twisted, and Twisted as in, in the chat room, you mean we shouldn't name our stories as this tile will be changing? Um, no, I wouldn't accept that as a registration. I would give you the double bird. I would send you a picture of two birds in your email. I'm doing it right now to my screen. I am double birding you as we speak. Um, (laughs) As I speak. (laughs) Unfortunately, they're not very attractive right now because they're not polished. Because they've just got that rehab polish on it, which is nothing. It's kind of terrible. I've currently got two birds on my profile on Facebook. Um, They're African bee eaters. Um, for those of you who might be curious, and um, I actually had to point out to somebody, it is a rehab polish. It is called Rehab RX Hab, Nail RX Hab, and it's by Sally Henson. And it is a rehab nail polish. Thank you. I'm at my own hands right now, Chris. I don't need to look at yours. They feel ugly. I need. Everybody needs rehab cheesecake. And if you don't eat cheesecake, I don't want to hear about it. It's terrible. What's wrong with you? Unless you are allergic to cheese or some kind of dairy product, and you don't, there is no reason not to eat cheesecake. I'm just saying. Anyways, I – peanut butter and chocolate. I made a peanut butter and chocolate cheesecake. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It was amazing. (sighs) Earlier in the month, or maybe last month, I talked about this start I have that has pockets. Um, And – that's it. Thank you, Lady Holder. There is see, it's now rehab. Thank you. Um, that I got at Ross, absolutely. And um <laughs> funnily enough, I this lady um emails me a picture of a skirt she got that also has pockets at Ross and it was the same skirt. <laughs> it's kinda of pink and blue and purple tie dyed. It's adorable, it's got pockets. And for those of, you know, for men out there who don't understand that, most women's clothes don't have pockets. And it's really annoying not to have pockets. So when you have something that has pockets, you get excited about it. Pockets. Pockets. This skirt has real pockets, not like half pockets, Um, but like real, like put, put your whole hand in it, pocket. It is amazing. The only thing worse than no pocket is the fake pocket. I don't understand the fake pocket. Fuck you, fake pocket. Who who puts a fake pocket? Bullshit. I don't even understand. Now, I have a lot of things that don't have pockets, but I do carry a really cute purse. I'm carrying a multi-sack right now. It's a backpack. It's adorable. Fucking adorable! Um, it's very comfortable. It fits all my shit. Um, I'm probably gonna carry it till it falls apart because I'm I'm really kind of in love with it. I also got in it at Ross. If you're curious, <laughs> I love multi sack bags. I have a couple of different ones. I also have a couple of um, Jessica Simpson bags that I absolutely love, 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 love. Anyways. <clears throat> I like angel food cake. I like to to cut angel food cake in half and then put strawberries in the middle and then put some whipped cream on there. I'm just saying. I also have a bag of holding. Um, If you don't have a bag of holding, you absolutely need to get one. It is fucking awesome. But I love my multi sack. Um, I have a couple of different multi sacks. This current one is a little backpack, and it's got um, a front pocket that perfectly fits my uh, Kindle, my, my Kindle Fire, which I really super appreciate. But if you don't have a bag of holding, and you need to take your butt over to Geek, just to think Geek, and get yourself a bag of holding, it is awesome. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, multi sack is a brand of um, purse. And um, they have their own website, and um, the backpack I have isn't available anymore. But they have some still cute ones. Um, I love Multisack; it's a great brand. Um, it's uh, very well constructed, and the zipper is perfect. And for those of you who have um, a lot of purses, or if you, you know, if you put a lot of thought and investment into your purse, then you'll know that um, a lot of times these even really super expensive purses will have shitty, cheap zippers that clog and tear and, and don't work right and um, that aren't smooth. Well, I have never had a multi-sack purse that didn't have an excellent zipper in it, so I highly recommend them. Um, sometimes they can be expensive, but if you have a Ross, um, you can go to. Um, for my, the zipper is on top. Um, for my uh, current multi sack, um, they're just really awesome. They're they're awesome handbags. Uh, but the best part is the fact that they're um, that, that their zippers are really smooth and well constructed, so you never have to worry about your. Uh... <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I do really highly recommend multi-sac um, for both um, uh, computer bags, uh, just across the board. Um, their career bags are really awesome. Their cross bodies are awesome. Uh their, their their little backpacks are always great. Um, they have vinyl and leather. Um, it's just great stuff. And um, you can, sometimes you can get really good deals for them, um, uh, especially if you have a Ross. Ross often has last year's multi-sack, which is how I got this little backpack. Um, it was from last year's line. Um, so... It was originally $55, and I paid 22 for it at Ross. So if you have a Ross or um, – I highly recommend the multi-sack. Um, it's very well-constructed, and um, uh, it's great. And, and the leather is real, but it's not overpowering in the smell, so you're not going to get, you know, an, an overwhelming um, – And the leather is soft. It's not hard. Kohl's sometimes has multi-sack, but they're not always the best price. Um, TJ Maxx sometimes has them, yes. And there's another store, um, Steinmart. If you have a Steinmart, they sometimes carry multi-sack. And um, Burlington Coat Factory sometimes carries multi-sack. And Burlington Coat Factory is a really good place to get last year's purse at a much better A really good um, discount. Unless you have to have this year's purse. Who gives a shit about that? I mean, unless you're 20. You know, 20 year olds care about this year's purse. I don't. I took a purse to be functional and cute, and I don't care if it's last year's purse or the year before's purse, either, to be perfectly honest. I've got purses that are 20 years old that I still carry. I don't give a shit. Anyways, so if you care about purses, there was that ridiculous. Anyways, um, I was, um, building my, um, November story and, um, um, speaking of titles and I, (laughs) I, I keep calling it this, this one word and I'm, I think I'm probably stuck with it, you know, and a lot of times once I, um, once I, uh, Pick a title, or I get stuck on a title. I'm, I kind of get stuck with it, and then it then it goes nowhere. And so, I think I literally could be stuck with um, this particular um title. Current backpack um that I'm carrying, multi sack, is called the Jamie backpack. Um, and it's available apparently at JCPenney's, um, for $29. If you're, if you're curious, it's called the Jamie, the multi-sack Jamie backpack. And I put a link up in the um, chat room for those of you who are curious as to which one I'm carrying, um, if you care. So, um, but I super love it. It's my favorite. Um, it's very handy and that, pocket in the front with the little clasp goes all the way down to the bottom of the purse so my Kindle Fire fits in it perfectly and it's like the fucking, I mean you would not believe the crap I got in there it it is unreal how much crap I've got in this bag, Um, I've got a notebook in it, my Kindle is in it um, it's got a phone pack it's it's got a phone pocket in the back so you can put your phone in it and it fits my Galaxy 7 so it'll fit almost any phone except for probably a note You, you, you probably couldn't get a note in it but that reminds me, if any of you assholes still have the Galaxy 7 Note and you don't want to take it back, take it back before it blows up in your fucking hand. So apparently, Galaxy, um, Samsung's having a hard time. You can only put the, the small iPad, not the big one. Um, if you have like, because my Kindle is an 8 um, an, an eight inch, um, so I think you can probably it up to 10 inches in that front pocket. Um, but if you have a Samsung Galaxy Note 7, um, there is a recall and you need to take that shit back to the store. They'll give you a new one or they'll give you your money back and something new. Just go do it. Stop procrastinating before that shit blows up in your hand. Seriously. Who, who the fuck keeps a phone that might blow up in their hand? I don't understand. Um... Don't be one of those dumbasses who keeps their phone. That's just ridiculous. Yes, it'll be a hassle to change all your shit again. Fine. Fine. Still fucking... Come on. You
1: dumbasses.
0: And yeah, it's better to have a hassle than to fucking blow your hand off. You realize that the explosion is... Potentially so bad that they've actually banned the Galaxy Note Seven from airplanes. Literally, there is no reason to be on the Darwin list because you because your your cell phone blew up in your hand and you bled to death because you were a dumbass and you were alone or in your car and you had an accident. Come on now. In other news, Keith Oberman came back on the internet and I fell in love again. I fell in love. I fell in love with Keith Oberman again. He's on G Q. He's doing um uh little vlogs. Lovely, lovely. And it was kind of horrific to list, because he has this video out called 176 Reasons Not to Vote for Donald Trump. And 176, and he back in it one by one by one by one. And you're thinking, any one of these events would have ended his campaign, right? And they didn't. And actually, I was looking at polls, and earlier in the summer, he was at 37% or 36%, polling at 40% today. How the fuck are his numbers going up? I don't get it. You mean the power of China's money or the power of Russia's money? Because Donald Trump doesn't have any money of his own. That's why he's not letting his taxes out. Because he owes billions to foreign banks. Anyways. Anyways, I'm not going to spend the next hour bitching about Donald Trump. Yeah, he didn't mean it 200 times. It was an accident. All 200 times. Um, <laughs> the dumbness. Oh, my God. Um, anyways. 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 I, uh, I'm really super distracted by my nails. I, I I hope they feel better tomorrow. It's really weird. Um, I, I, I took, I took them off earlier this morning. Oh, pardon me. I took them off, um, earlier this morning. And, um, it just, it's really weird. It's just super weird. Cause not only did I pull them off, but I cut my nails down cause they were really, really thin. Um, and I, I didn't want to end up tearing into the quick, so I cut them all down so I wouldn't tear. Um, anyways, it's super annoying, and I don't, I don't know how I'm going to deal with it. I've been listening to this um, guy on um, YouTube called Phil DeFranco. Not listening, I've, I, I've been watching his channel. And um, <laughs> he's kind of an asshole. But I really, actually, um, have been interested in his last few vlogs. I haven't gone back in his channel, um, to his douchebag years, as he likes to call them. So I probably shouldn't, because then I won't like him. Um, because if he's calling himself a douchebag, I really don't want to know what kind of douchebag I'd think he was. Just saying. He can be pretty funny, um, and I don't want to ruin it for myself. And oh my God, Facebook, would you stop putting just people's names in the trending headlines? Because every time I see one, I have to hover to see if somebody died, and somebody did die today or yesterday. Um, the actress who played Hatchet Face on Crybaby died earlier this week. Um, her, her name was Kim McGuire. Uh, she was sixty. I don't she. I don't think I read what, what she died from, but um, she passed. And now Bill Murray's trending. I had to go over here and look. He's tending bar in Brooklyn this weekend, so at least he's not dead Earlier, Donald Trump was tr- trending, and I hovered over his name, and I wasn't particularly thrilled with the outcome of that, and I'll, and I'll just leave it at that. 2016 has not been a good year for people staying alive, I have to say. Um, I need to get off Facebook, people are really stupid.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's It's been
0: a terrible month for me, um, and um, uh, a terrible week. Uh, it's just it's just not. It's oh, I'm I'm ready for the year to be over. We we need need 2017 to be really good, okay? So, forewarn 2017, be good or else. Pentatonix did put out a new song today with Dolly Parton, Jolene. Um, um. I really enjoyed it. It was a great arrangement and um, Dolly Parton is super fun Um, so I I really appreciated that. Um. Anyways we got an hour left to talk about. What shall we talk about? We've got an hour left, an hour and three minutes it tells me I feel like blog talk is cheating me on my minutes because when I'll go in to look at my podcast, it'll be like one hour and 98 minutes. I'm thinking to myself, you bitches, where are my other two minutes? It's really annoying. One hour, 58 minutes. I was supposed to get two hours. These bitches are cheating me. Anyway, um I don't know. Maybe they're leaving room for advertisement. I don't know. It's really annoying. Um bitches. It's just it's just I don't even I don't even know. Music, whatever. My my music's fifteen seconds. Or actually it's eighteen seconds, my short one is, and my big one is thirty three seconds. So, um the fuckers are still cheating me. That's okay though. It's okay. I wonder, um cool things on my playlist. Actually what it will boil down to is songs that I'm embarrassed that I like on my playlist. Um I have a whole bunch of different playlists. Uh uh I've been a Rhapsody slash Napster customer for f- um forever how long Napster existed before Rhapsody bought it and then Rhapsody recently became Napster again. So I've been a customer for God, what, ten years. Um, So I have playlists that are that old that I still keep. Um, I have a playlist that I designed specifically for um, when I was writing what might have been. Still have it. Still listen to it. Uh, I have uh, a playlist dedicated to the Grease soundtrack. Um, I have an oldies playlist that has everything from the 40s to the 60s on it. And my husband asked me why there are no 70s on it, and I said, because 70s, the, the 70s don't belong with the oldies, and they don't belong with the 80s. The 70s exist by themselves. The 70s have to exist by themselves. Um, they don't belong anywhere else. So I have a 70s playlist, too, which is full of mostly BG and Kim Carnes, because, oh, and Gloria. I do love myself some Bee Gees and the Carpenters. I'm really fond of the Carpenters. Um, but the Carpenters thing comes from my grandma.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't put
0: 70s rock with 70s disco. Um, they Um, They're separate. I don't tend to separate 70s rock so much as I do 70s disco because disco should be by itself. But it did remind me um, the other day I was listening to um, the Bee Gees and I I got really tickled and I went over to um, YouTube and found this really terrible old movie with Linda Blair in it called Roller Boogie. Roller boogie Yes
1: And YouTube
0: has a whole bunch of scenes Right So I watched the in dance scene And I'm thinking to myself Why did I enjoy this when I was a kid I I was a terrible kid And I also I really enjoyed Xanadu When I was a kid I don't know what was wrong with me I have no idea what was wrong with me None, no clue Roller Boogie is about a rich girl who enters a a skate dancing contest. Uh, Anyways, it's, I don't even know what it is, but Linda Blair's in it. And um, I don't actually remember the plot, but it also reminded me of a movie, um, terrible uh, Lombada movie. Was it was it a where this Indian girl comes from South America to
1: <laughs>
0: to protest this man um um destroying her tribal land, which is serious right but she enters a dance- the the forbidden dance she um she enters a dance contest to get awareness um for um her people and she wins um the dance contest with this white boy of course because Of course she did, with the white guy. With the white guy. Anyway, um, great white hunter saves the day. That's funny because my husband calls John Shepard from Atlantis the great white hunter. Because all the Native girls want him. And there was those movies um, in the 40s and 50s where the the white guy would go off into the wilderness and get the... um, and get a beautiful native girl. The great white hunter. Yeah. Anyways. I'm at Lady holler Talk. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Lombada has a... You know, a I'm... A- oh, God. I do oh, I do. There's one of- I do.
2: Uh, there's one I'm remembering, and God, it was a z level um really, really low level z level movie where it was um this little white kid who was girl who was raised in Africa and became the protector of her tribe, and this white guy came to visit and fuck, I don't know, but I remember the movie, and I remember watching it as a kid, Sheena, and she talked to animals, yes, <laughs> Sheena.
0: I fucking love that movie. It had that chick from Beastmaster in it, but she was blonde in yes. Chino where she was redheaded in Beastmaster. Um, yes. And there was a great ball hunter in that one, but he really wasn't much of a hunter, I have to say. Um, no, he really
2: wasn't. But,
0: but she was Actually,
2: too. Oh, very much so. Yeah. You know, the other one that, that popped to mind as far as, you know, the guy getting the girl having proved himself to be the, the bigger swinging dick. And um, I don't know if you ever watched this one. Red Sonia.
0: I love Red Sonia.
2: Yeah. Chilly <laughs> knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. Um, the 80s had this thing about really horrible movies. But, God, they were fun. Um, do you remember uh, My Chauffeur? I do. Yeah, Mom I loves that my one. Chauffeur. I have to find, Mom, um, I have I to had to find that, that had, one on video for her.
0: I had a Mom B. B. tape out. that had, um, that had uh, My Chauffeur. Um, and that Allie Sheedy movie where she was a rich bitch and she got made a maid.
2: There were a couple of those. What?
0: It's Ally Sheedy. I don't remember that one. Um,
2: I never watched that one.
0: And um, Made to Order. Yeah, it has that on there, okay. and there was another one. Um, It was Made to Order, My Chauffeur, and um, I love Night of the Comet. I fucking love Night of the Comet. I oh. love Night of the Comet right now.
2: I fucking love I, it. My Night of the Comet doesn't bother me. Do you realize, by the way, that Chakotay was in that one? The guy who ended up playing Chicote on on um, Voyager was in that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jilly. But I
0: had the comment on a VHS tape with the Last Starfighter.
2: That was another good one that I loved. The Last Starfighter definitely ran uh, was was the best, one of the best. Um. Never going to happen. I never really got in, in uh, Eddie and the Cruisers, although um, the final countdown was fun. That was an interesting one. Honestly, the the one that I
1: – oh,
2: God, yeah. the I just hate it when it's sticky scene, Jilly. I have actually used that on my mother out here when it's – humid and nasty as it ever gets out here in, in central Arizona. And she has quoted it line for line with me. And then we both giggled. It says lots of interesting things about my childhood, That that's one of those lines that will forever stick in your memory. Uh, let's see. It's a
0: lot Hello. of it. Wasn't it? Um, hmm? The, the Desperado movie. Um, I yes.
2: actually don't know that one. All I know is that the the Eagle song. Should I? Sh- are they one and the same? The
0: Eagle song was featured prominently in the movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, Princess, the Princess Bride was, defi- yes. R-R-U-S was definitely yes. R O U S is definitely. I'm actually surprised we haven't seen one? any of those show up in, a, in Star Trek, uh, Stargate. Um, this is Kissing. Oh, yes, Princess Bride. Is this a kissing movie? A book? Is this a kissing book?
1: <laughs>
2: Capricious, just to give you an idea, my parents being the oh-so-lovely, sweet, generous, and horrific assholes that they are, got with the priest at my wedding and were trying desperately to talk the man into at the rehearsal when my husband and I would walk up there to do our rehearsal thing, go, love, pro-love brings us together today. My parents <laughs> were trying their hardest to get that man to do that. Thanks be he didn't because I don't think I'd have been able to maintain the next day when we got married. Oh, you know. First now the chat room is forever and always a yeah, it's Hey, it's, it's not a, it's a bad, bad thing. thing. <laughs> it's but inconceivable.
0: Sorry. Go for it. You could probably say, I don't think that means what you think it means every single day.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. I yeah. don't think that means what you think it means. There have been days with some of the people I deal with on the phone that I pretty much want to start uh, quoting Sadiq because,
1: you know, or, um,
2: I can never pronounce his name right. I keep wanting to call him Indigo, and it's it's not. In, it's in whatever. Mr. Montoya. Can somebody pronounce that name right for me? Can you? Kira? Uh, Did I get cut off? No. No.
0: I don't know how. Indigo. Indigo.
2: In, in, in Indigo. Indigo. Okay. Guess it means I have to go rewatch it. Damn, what a horrible fate.
0: But Andre the Giant <laughs> uses the D
2: in the name. Huh? Probably. I don't think they were going to tell the man he couldn't do it. Do you? No. I mean, as fragile as he was all the way through that, they were they were being pretty good with him.
1: <sighs> yeah. Let's see.
2: Never ending story was just kinda of depressing at the end. Um, God, what other movies were there that we all watched as kids that we really adore, adored? Jilly asked me, did I make it all the way to the end of Never Ending Story? It, it kind of I fits and starts because it – that's a favorite. I own it. It's horrible. It's right down there with the other Z Ice Pirates. It's we actually crazy.
0: have a podcast dedicated to Ice Pirates and Dildos. In fact, I think it's called Ice Pirates and Dildos.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, but, you know, honestly, that might count for one of my first fandoms ever. Um, Labyrinth and Goonies, plus Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, indeed. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, since we've already discussed Ice Pirates, we can't discuss that one
0: Speaking of Linda Hunt um, One of my favorite
2: movies from the 80s Was Dune That one was so bizarre I, I watched it, I enjoyed it I had actually read the book So for, so for me it was, um, it was A little bit weird and this tells you a lot about what was lying around my parents' house to allow me to read Dune, which, and all the, the sequels, which was just bizarre. Um, Dune was actually pretty good. Now I watched the four hour version of
0: Dune. So, um, that's the first, my first showing of mm-hmm. Dune was the four hour version with Patrick Stewart. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, then, um, I well, it's three on three and a half, four hours. It's, yeah, depending on how you mm-hmm. watch it, um, if you're watching it with commercials and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I stumbled across the two-hour edited version and was horrified. I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm.
1: What the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I got
0: really upset. And the four hour version is kinda of hard to come by.
2: I rem- I remember um watching the the mini series that was done with the guy who played um Professor X that I can never remember his name. Patrick
1: Stewart? And no,
2: it was no not Patrick Stewart. Um other one. This is what I get for having too many movies in my head. Um, Top Gun. Uh, James McAvoy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. By the way, uh, Top Gun was required, almost required uh, watching while I was in the service. My uh, school basically had it on continuous repeat in the in the main lounge. It was great. Um, the guys got sick at the volleyball scene. None of the girls did. Anyhow,
1: uh,
2: (laughs) James McAvoy, the the one that had him in it, I actually enjoyed in some ways more than I enjoyed the original movie. Never going to happen. Even if you never, ever, ever watch Top Gun, go find the volleyball scene from Top Gun. Ignore the fact that Tom Cruise is in it and just enjoy the rest of the scenery. Lost Boys was fun. AKA non sparkly vampires. You are correct. <laughs> you know, it's um Oh, what was um what was the one where
0: I really didn't like Lost Boys.
2: Oh, God. Really? I didn't, no. Oh, I loved uh, Lost Boys. That was great. It was one of the funner ones that, that I ever remember.
1: I really uh,
0: didn't enjoy vampire to stuff at that age, and I really don't actually enjoy it now. It's not one of my favorite things. It doesn't really appeal to me. Hmm. Um, uh, so Lost Boys really didn't. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> that's why I was never interested in the show because I thought the movie was stupid um, I just,
2: Vampire never
0: really interested me
2: by the way the other one um, there's one other top, um, Tom Cruise that actually he's not horrific in mainly because it was one of his earliest ever which was Legend Legend was fun You know, it's really sad that when you Google the best B-grade movies, there's a whole bunch of lists.
0: One of my favorite movies from the 70s, 80s, and I'm not really sure um, when it came out, was Enemy Mine.
2: Oh, that one. Oh, that made me so... I cried at that one.
0: Yeah. My husband hates it. Um. I like the first two Alien movies, um, Alien and Aliens.
2: Um I never got into
1: Alien. I especially
0: like Aliens.
2: Me too. Aliens was was grand. I, I adored that one.
0: I watched Alien recently, um uh, But Aliens I think is better. But I still I watched the original, um and there came a point when I was thinking to myself Oh my God, bitch! Would you die? You know that one, that one bitch who won't die, but who ends up dying Wonderful. in the end. Um, she mm-hmm. whines all the time, and she's the reason the fucking alien got on the ship to begin with. And she's a fucking asshole. Um, curiously enough, she actually um wanted the part of Ripley. Oh
2: hell no, no. Right? Hell no. Yeah, no. Let's see. 13th Warrior. Do you remember that one? I love the uh, That 13th one actually Warfare. apparently was 1999. I love the 13th Warrior. Oh, speaking of 80s grade B movies, that is just fabulous for the cult classic is Highlander. Just the first
0: one, though. I liked it. Yes. Um, I like... The first Terminator and um, the second one. The rest of them, not so much.
2: Same I'm in agreement
0: with you on that one. <laughs> Julia likes the first one. I don't know. I, I like the second <laughs> one. Um, one of my favorite lines in it is just ridiculous, but I, I love it a lot. When um, when the kid comes back and um, he says the cops are here, and Sarah says how many, and he says all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh my ass off in the theater
2: <laughs> oh yeah the best all of them i've never had the best queen the best queen songs ever yeah
0: um one of my favorite um lines in a nick cage movie um because uh says in the chat room that raising arizona was hysterical and probably the only nick Cage movie she ever liked was it was um, the Las Vegas movie Honeymoon in Las Vegas where Sarah Jessica Parker I think is, is pacing back and forth in front of him and she's a teacher I think I don't really remember anyway um, she, she, she's screaming in the lobby you took me to Vegas and made me a whore over and over and over again because he lost her in a poker game Mm-hmm. terrible it was terrible <laughs> Willow, Madeline, mad yeah, I was just, oh, I was laughing. I loved Willow. Um,
2: the original Ghostbusters definitely had a thing going for it, but I loved Willow. Just be, and by the way, if you loved Willow and you haven't read the books yet, do yourself a favor,
1: don't, because
2: God, they were depressing.
1: I mean, <laughs> if I don't real. know.
2: I don't know what they tripped over, but they smacked themselves with the stupid stick because it made no fucking sense. Anyway.
0: I really enjoyed Mm. the first Ghostbusters. Uh, I really did not enjoy the second Ghostbusters. Um, I Mm. was absolutely thrilled with the reboot. It was so fucking funny.
2: I love the reboot of Ghostbusters. Haven't gotten there? By the way, I don't care what anybody
0: says. I fucking loved it.
2: Did you ever watch Clue? Uh,
0: I wouldn't be. I don't think you could get to be my age and not have watched Clue. um, As much as you can play on CBS.
2: Yes, to this day, there are still things about that that make me laugh. And Young Frankenstein is another good one because that one gets quoted incessantly in my family. (sighs) Oh, um, when was that? Uh the I really the enjoyed
1: the, much... the
0: Indiana Jones movies. I liked um Rares mm-hmm. of the Lost Art, um Temple of Doom and The Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have yep. seriously done without the Crystal Skull. I what? Come on now. Come on. to her. (laughs) Sorry, here I am in the front part of my show talking about not popping on the podcast and being more professional and what she does. She's over here just typing away. (laughs) (laughs) Loudly. Loud. She's the loudest typer ever. I would hate to work (laughs) with her in the office environment. I'd probably stab her. With a pen, not not with
2: a knife. (laughs) Well, you'd hate the whole place because the whole place sounds like I was grossed it. Um, and
0: I know myself enough. <laughs> I had an assistant once who, um, she she was a loud typer. I actually moved her into mm-hmm. a different room. She was driving me insane. I really, Lady Hawk um, was like my go-to movie. No, there's no was. Lady Hawk is still my go-to movie. <laughs> when I watch I've watched Lady Hawk because it's beautiful and it's romantic and um, it's I oh I love it. I love it. I love Lady Hawk. It's, I would love to do the, a a you where John, um, and Rodney. hmm But I would want see everybody would. I think people naturally would want to Cast John in the role of Navarre But I would want to cast him In the role of Isabeau
2: I think he would do Fabulous as Isabeau I mean I, I don't know how else You could put it but Oh god that would just be
0: oh. Who would be the mouse Um Taylor. No. 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 Me no. The mouse. Um. Okay. I'd make Rattic the mouse. Ratic. Okay. Smart, resourceful, bit of a smart ass. Taylor Definitely the linker would be, would be the match. Um, um,
2: okay, who would be the priest?
1: Hmm.
2: Taylor. Okay.
0: Well, it's an or honest mistake. It's an um I mean sure. it's an honest mistake that the makes or yeah, I'm pretty sure he's actually a monk. Or he could yeah. be a priest, not oh, really. But either way, um it's an honest mistake. Um it's not mm-hmm. done in malice. Um Carson? Let's see, um, the cardinal. Who would be the cardinal?
2: Oh, Kayla. Really? Either that or Elizabeth, the one who wants to call in and draw pants.
0: Yeah, I think Elizabeth. Because it's, um, that would be more fun. Okay. Not, yeah, uh, Elizabeth would, would be the Cardinal. That makes it even more, yeah, it's it's more insidious that way.
2: True. Yeah. The other one that I liked, uh, Three Musketeers with Tim Curry, where he's plays Cardinal Richelieu. That's technically not that an 86.
0: Uh, why? Let me tell you why, because Oliver Platt is in it. And for some reason, I don't know what it is, but sometime during the middle of Three Musketeers, Oliver Platt became sexually attractive to me, and I've never gotten (laughs) over
2: (laughs) it. And maybe it's the attitude that he has?
0: And it makes no sense. He's even sexually attracted to me in Lake Placid, and it bothers the fuck out of me. I'm like, why, why? He's a hot. It's like Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel is not good looking, but he's a beast.
1: I can't explain it. Uh, <laughs> um,
2: Platt does nothing for me. Actually, the only the only one who does anything for me, and that is Kiefer. But you know.
0: He shouldn't do anything for me. But, again, there's no explaining it. It freaks me out. It bothers me. I don't watch The Three Musketeers as a result. (laughs) I just – although I do find (sighs) it like I'll watch it every day. It makes Mm -hmm. makes
2: me laugh. Robin Hood, the one with um... (sighs) – Dances with Wolves – What's his name?
0: Uh, Kevin Klossner
2: and Morgan Freeman. Yes. Yes. Kevin does not a damn thing with me. Or to me. But... No, this oh, is I not have anyone. to mind my decade now.
0: <laughs> but, you know, these are movies that we grew up with
2: that, that were our yeah. thing. Um,
0: Men in Tights. I actually prefer Robin Hood Men in Tights. Um, um, especially the part where he says yeah, the other... I speak with an English accent. Yes. Yes. Manly men. Men and tights. Men <laughs> and tights. Um <laughs> Um ice tights. Roadhouse. Uh oh Jilly hated beaches. Wow, really. I loved beaches. Not as much as I love still magnolias, um but I still I still love beaches. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. In both movies, Will Scarlet was hot. (laughs) (laughs) But if I want to cry, I watch *Still Magnolias*, and um, because that's the most. I do admit that my favorite part of *Prince of Thieves* is Alan Rickman.
2: Yes, forever and always, where he screams up at him and. Yeah, where he screams up at him, I will cut your heart out with a spoon. And then his cousin goes, why a spoon, cousin? <laughs> and the family, every single time. Because it a hurt more. <laughs> and we all but love the,
0: it. No, if, for me, that, it, it's the one line, and bring a friend. Because no. that's <laughs> Oh, God. in the cat the thing. <laughs> Now, I, there's a story about that in Still Magnolias, um, the blush and the bashful. My mom has this um, this pink skirt and this pink blouse, and they're not the exact same shade of pink. Um, mm-hmm. but, but they go well together because one's kind of got like a, a swirly pink print on the skirt, and mm. the top is solid. It's really cute. It's cute. Um, but she calls it her blush and bashful a- outfit. My colors are blush and bashful. Her colors are pink and pink. God, they
1: so are.
2: <sighs> Another one from the eighties. You might remember
0: Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. I really, I really love Flash Gordon, especially how fucking cheesy and terrible it is. It's 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 awesome. I may have to actually my break out. My favorite Kevin Costner movie would be um, Dances with Wolves. I loved
2: Dances yes. with Wolves. Oh, my God. That – I got that movie, and I think I fell in love with the music first and the story second. And the music she is
0: – with the movie until the arrival of her character. Um, what's that yeah. actress's name? She's on Major Crimes yeah. now. She is stunning. Mary –
2: um I don't remember type type type, type, type. Mary McDonald Mary McDonald I fucking type.
0: love her. I she's awesome. Mhm. There's some movies that just Fatal Attraction was in the 80s and wow. I don't my mother didn't let me watch Fatal Attraction. Um I didn't get to see Fatal Attraction mm. until the 90s.
2: Probably a good idea. Wasn't that the one with on the being very
0: put off by it? I was I was very put off by the entire thing. Um because Glenn Close's character was the bad guy, but I kinda felt like um dude had it coming.
1: <laughs> yeah. Chris just called me a fetus. <laughs>
2: Well, I, I hate to say this, and I'm sorry, Chris, I love you dearly, but she's older than us, so she can actually get away with calling us that. Oh, uh, I guess it's true. Oh, Karate Kid, yes. Undercover Blues was actually also wonderful. No. <laughs> I didn't think Jimmy was older than us. I thought she was younger. Yeah, she's a little bit older.
0: Huh. Okay. A little bit, but I don't think it's enough to actually get you fetus calling right <laughs> to be perfectly honest. No, I actually, I actually think you... Great, now they're, they're comparing perfect. to see who's the oldest. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, the perfect, I'm, uh, I'm approaching the perfect age this year, staying there. Okay. Yes, oh. life, the earth, and universe, and everything. That's absolutely right. That, yeah. And I'll be staying yeah. there. hmm.
2: Oh, um, the Dark Crystal. Actually, I'm pretty that sure that Cinna.
0: I think Cinna is actually the baby. Um, she is the baby of the group. Or maybe not anymore. That was decided a long time ago. The, the, the group is much, much bigger now.
2: hmm <laughs> Okay. The Dark Crystal, do you remember that one? I never watched The Dark Crystal, Crystal, but my husband loves it. That one was really weird.
0: Okay, Robin. I think you get fetus status. Jesus, really? <laughs> yeah. Good God. Congratulations on your ability to drink legally. It's not as much fun now, is it? <laughs>
1: wow. It,
0: uh. I. Love drinking until I turned 21, and then it was like I have purses older start, than
2: Robin. Oh, God. I've got stuff in my house, not counting the books, cause, considering some of them are first editions. I've got a lot of stuff in my house that's older than Robin. That's impressive. <laughs> Labyrinth. I melody, the one you're talking about is Labyrinth.
0: Don't. Don't think I'm being an asshole.
2: <laughs> I mean
0: I am, but not
2: about that. <laughs> oh, let's see. <clears throat> um You know, I I started drinking six months before I turned twenty one and it kind of okay, this is fun, whatever. And off we went. Um
0: Yesterday I got an email from a um new member
1: who mm-hmm. admitted
0: to me that membership to my site was their 18th birthday present to themselves.
2: <laughs> that is um wow. I don't know what to say about that.
0: <laughs> not the first time that's actually happened. Um, there have been several over the years. Um, I've I've gained friends on Facebook on their 18th birthday because they know not to friend me before um, 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 their 18th birthday because I won't friend people who are under the age of 18 if their birthday mm-hmm. is visible on their profile. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty funny.
2: By the way, do you remember The Abyss? I love The Abyss. That was
0: yeah. the other movie on my VHS tape. It was, which is ridiculous, right? It was my chauffeur <laughs> made your order in the abyss. <laughs> we <have> them all. <laughs> uh, there's uh, no explaining that.
2: Mom loved the abyss as well. I think I may have to go double check their, their movie library and see what's on there.
0: The extended version, the director's cut was weird. I prefer the original theatrical release of The Abyss because the extended was—I don't really like where they went with that whole big wall of water. I mean, at the end, you know, the thing. If you haven't seen that, you have to go watch the director's cut. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I'm a little—yeah, mm, it got—it got a little surreal. I like the humanity of. The theatrical release and I understand why it was the theatrical release. I'm not saying the director's cut is bad because it's not. It's just really startling. You
2: and know, there's um... the director's
0: cut is more interesting and, and better. Um mm-hmm. and it is more interesting, but I think I actually prefer the um
2: theatrical release, which is unusual for me. Mhm completely not an eighties movie, um, but it definitely was one of the ones that I, I really it made me think and and you walk out of a movie and you're thinking about, you know, the universe and everything is is not normal. Contact.
0: I hated contact. I fucking hated that
2: movie.
1: <laughs> mhm. Flight of
2: the played. Navigator yeah, I, really I like happy. Contact, but okay. Flight of the Navigator like was funny. With me.
0: I don't like movies that fuck with me. Um, so I, I, watched I really did Man, not though. like, um, yeah, for real, no. I I really did not enjoy Contact.
2: One of my favorite space movies or
0: science fiction movies is 2001.
2: Never got into that one, which is really weird considering it's a classic, and I really should have considering my parents loved it, but never got into it. Have you watched it? I have tried time and again. I keep falling asleep.
0: <laughs> Project X I mean, made me cry like a baby. I can't talk about it. Oh, my God. Those poor monkeys. <sighs> the last spider
2: um, is
1: amazing.
2: It is. I also like how the poor human kid, he has no goddamn clue. <laughs>
1: Am I the I'm only one when I was a
0: little kid who was like, "I had to get good at all my games in case one of them is"? A
1: no, <laughs> is you were not. I was actually.
2: I was. I was one of those kids too. I just never quite uh, continued it because I found books. Um, <sighs> greeting, Starfighter. Yes. Mad Max. I couldn't
0: watch Mad Max. They, it, Mad Max really upset me. Um, I haven't watched um, next... the new one, Thunder Road, or what was it called? Was that it? Yeah, Thunder I, Road. I, I think it was. I think so. I can't watch if I it. I on stuff. You're gonna. I haven't. I mean, because the first movie he messed me up so much that I I don't think I'm. I don't think I can watch Fury Road. Um, Fury Road. I'm not. I was. I, mm-hmm. I was confusing Thunderdome and Fury Road. Um, I can't watch mm-hmm. it. I'm, I'm not sure I can watch it. My favorite dystopian future movie, you're going to fucking laugh your ass off. Um, Cherry 2000. Oh,
2: Jesus, Crime Yes, that one was funny as hell. Talk about a complete B grade movie that was just absolutely the best for a ever. Sex
0: doll. Awesome. You can't get much better than a quest for a sex doll. Can you imagine the pitch meeting that happened with this? Okay. <laughs> Here's dude in love with a sex bot, and his sex bot um, shorts out, and he has to go get another one. But the sex bot model that he liked doesn't exist anymore, but he's going to go into the desert to his old sex bot factory and get a new sex bot.
2: Jesus. here, How about this for sad? IMDb, all I typed in was Cherry, and it popped up. Cherry, cherry 2000, 2000.
1: Cherry 2000.
2: Uh, Melanie
0: Griffin and, the, and a white guy. Melanie Griffin. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember his name. George Fishburn well, was in it. Yeah, hmm. and then Pamela Gidley was the Cherry 2000, who apparently Cherry
0: 2000.
2: Do not insert, Do not <laughs> uh, immerse he her in water. Bot, but
0: then, by the time he gets to sex bot, he's fallen in love with a real girl. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Good, good job, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Buck Rogers the TV show. I love mm-hmm. Buck Rogers
2: TV show. Okay, Riddick, Rogue, is definitely much later than we're into, we're in the 80s. Oh. I can't believe it censored Riddick. (laughs) Yes, I know. I, I
0: fucking loved Pitch Black. The first time I saw it, I was like, it was just, the science fiction, um, it was just really good. I I, I wasn't prepared for it. I, I I didn't know what to expect. So I, I really enjoyed Pitch Black. Um, I I like all the Riddick movies because I like Vin Diesel. Mhm. Major League.
2: I like the first one. Mhm. The first one was fun. Wait a second. Wasn't there only one? Oh wait a second. That thing. Yeah. Never mind. Cross. Cross the wires. Sorry. Oh
0: fuck. There were three or four? Well, I only saw the first two. We don't need to go there. That's terrible. I love yeah, the League of Their right. Own. It
2: makes me cry, though. <sighs> yes, that's the one I was thinking about. Sorry. Um, it it popped up a, way, uh, a while before, but um, mentioning it, Goonies, If you have not watched that, we have problems. I've seen Goonies. Come on now.
0: <laughs> I was right. There was something about Goonies in the news recently, and I was thinking if it, they were um, talking about bringing the original cast back for a sequel. Really? Yeah.
2: As far as I know, they're all still alive.
0: Scott Bakula. Right. You know, I hate this because I've not even seen Star Trek Voyager, and Scott Bakula is my least favorite Star Trek captain.
2: Um, you're talking about Bacula. Enterprise, and it's not Voyager. Huh? You're talking about Enterprise, because he's the one who was the, the captain for that.
0: I know. What I'm telling you is that I've never even seen Voyager, and I prefer the captain of the Voyager over Scott Bakula. Okay. Which is terrible, because I love Scott Bakula. It makes no sense. Voyager is on Netflix, and my mom wants me to watch it. So I'm probably going to end up watching Voyager for my mom, because um, it's her favorite Star Trek, and I understand why. Oh, we, we've talked are... about it before, and her, you know, her relating to um... – I've never seen Voyager, so I don't hate or dis- – I don't – the show just seems stupid to me. I watched half the first um, pilot and I'd never watched any of it again. So I don't hate Jane Away. I don't know Jane Away. And I still prefer her over um, Scott Bakula. Which, again, <laughs> makes no sense because I didn't even watch Voyager. But I was so put off by Archer. And I I really don't know why, because I like the idea of a new Star Trek series. I like Scott mm-hmm. Bakula. It's kind of like that Haley Berry Catwoman movie. Catwoman is great. Mm-hmm. Hailey Berry is beautiful and very talented. Why didn't it work?
2: No why idea. Why wasn't it
0: hot? She wasn't hot. Catwoman's hot. Hailey Berry's hot. You put the two together and it was not hot. I don't get it. That's how I feel about Enterprise. I, I love Star Trek. I love Scott Bakula.
2: They, they came together, and they made it terrible. It wasn't a it...
1: –
2: <sighs> Complete and utter aside, um, when the husband and I got married, I kind of left a lot of things up to him because he was here in the States and I was overseas, and quite frankly, my schedule was completely opposite to the time that everybody else was conscious, so he dealt with shit. I didn't. And so he got his way with the piece of music that you walk into the reception with and they give you this nice semi-triumphant or hopefully triumphant piece of music to walk in and greet all your guests with. He picked the Voyager theme. You know, that, that, that theme that plays as as you as the opening credits of Voyager happen. hmm I kind of looked at him. I gave him the biggest hairy eyeball, and I said, you geek. And he went, just listen to it. And he pulled it up, and he, and he played it. And it's like, okay, I can get this. This is good. This is fine. You know? But to this day, all I can remember about this damn thing is that the height of geekiness was my husband as he just was so thrilled to walk in to the music that he picked that was Voyager. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. yes yeah, like it, it it is fabulous music it really is i actually even liked the opening song for um for enterprise i may never have watched the show but the music always gets me on every single um star trek ever the music has always been fabulous and how's that so weird
1: Okay. Anyways,
0: I'm probably gonna end up watching um, Voyager pretty soon because my mom wants me to, and um, I usually do what she says. <laughs> <laughs> Even as I approach the perfect age, I still do what my mama says. Earlier this week, like yesterday, it was yesterday, um, I made um, I made uh, soup. I made my grandma's vegetable soup. And it was so good. Um, I had to make it from memory. I didn't have a um recipe and I totally um um well yeah, it was soup in the summer, I don't care. Um that's why I live in an air conditioned environment. Anyways, um I uh I made the soup and it was awesome. My mom come and so some today. Well, I made a big pot, and my husband doesn't particularly eat soup. Um, any time of the year, much less in the end of summer. Um, but I I really enjoyed it. I've had two bowls today. I'm probably going to have another bowl before I go to bed. So, there.
1: <laughs> That's all I right. love Fancy made... for
0: Hire because of the Hawk. He was my favorite. I don't know why he didn't have a show. <laughs> he should have had his own show. Fuck that. It could have been mm-hmm. Hawk for Hire. That that would have been so much better. <laughs> God. My favorite '80s show in that vein would probably be The Equalizer. Oh. I fucking love The Equalizer.
2: You know, we forgot one. What? We forgot a movie.
1: Oh, I'm no. putting it up. Schmirtz Circuit. <laughs> That one was so, the that you know, number five. <laughs> yep. God, now I think it is his last
0: option hit. I have got to go to the little girl's room. Lady Holder,
2: talk. Oh okay. Or something. Uh, or something. Um, hey, I was using a pen with a squishy tip on it to make sure I typed softly, be nice to me. You know? I I've, I'm I'm already looking at new keyboards, so hush. If y'all want quiet typing for me, find me a quiet keyboard so I don't make noise. And even then, even when my nails were were not, you know, the acrylics that I'm currently wearing, I still type loud. So, like, yeah. Um, you know, typing into Google the best 1980s B grade movies. You find a lot of really hideous things on here that I didn't quite realize were from that time period. Flashdance was another one. Okay. Um. (laughs) Twisted, I work in a call center. Um, If I'm talking, I'm pretty much working because, unfortunately, I have to talk to people, which does – Wonderful things for my temper. The original Clash of the Titans had the stop motion animation, and that always makes me nauseous. I can't stand it anymore, even though at the time it was the best thing ever. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Julie, I'm not putting film on my keyboard. There is no way in God's green earth. Soup is too a year-round activity. It's good. Uh... Look, you can't no. say that
0: ice cream is a year-round and say that soup isn't. Yeah. That's just like saying you only have coffee during the winter, and that's ridiculous.
2: Especially with this group. You know, coffee is, is definitely the lifeblood that, that, that keeps us all going. Um, I
0: made it through – Um, I had to stop watching Flowers in the Attic, for those of you who've seen Flowers in the Attic, right around uh-huh. the bathtub scene. I don't think I've ever watched Flowers
1: in the Attic. Pause. I uh. Uh-uh, uh uh.
2: You've yeah. <laughs> got no click. I remember reading parts of Flowers in the Attic because it was just it it was laying around and then realizing I was horrified and just went skip. Um
1: I didn't yeah. know what
0: Flowers
2: in the Attic was.
0: Um I'd never read the book. I'm sorry um and then i was like oh this is terrible this is terrible oh no we can't watch that click (laughs) Uh uh-huh pretty much i watched the director's cut speaking of director's cuts i watched the director's cut of exorcist in my dorm in college um me and a bunch of friends and i had a cousin with me in college we were in college together um we took the same school and um were there the whole time together. Um we didn't room together because that would we wouldn't have both survived it. Um <clears throat> but um we watched the exorcist. Um we started out watching it in my room and thought well no we can't watch it out here. So we carted my VCR because it was that that was that time of the of the of, of the century yeah. we had a, a VCR um out to the lobby and hooked it up to the lobby TV and we started over again. And then people came in and we had to start over again. So by the time we got to the part where we were actually watching the exorcist director's cut, um there were 25 people in the lobby watching this, right? And we we're all watching it and it ends. And I was like, um I think I want to sleep out here. So 2 hours later, campus security comes by. He comes through the dorm because they would go <laughs> up to the front door and go out the back door, they would go through the check the building out, he comes up and he says, "Why are all you little kids? You know, why are all you kids in the lobby?" And my cousin says, "Because we we stupidly and with no regard to our own mental health watched The Exorcist the director's cut." And he went, "Oh, do you want me to stand guard?" And we were like, "Yes." <laughs> do you have a cross? <laughs>
2: and um, the holy water. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of, of of youthful. Ignorance and, and um, movie stupidity, my sister and brother-in-law went out and bought, um, I just lost the title, um, the one with Dueling Banjos. Deliverance. Deliverance. They bought that thing thinking it was a comedy. <laughs>
1: Well, I guess it depends on your perspective.
2: Well, the thing is, is, they had no real clue and watched it. And then came over to my parents' place and went, the fuck is this movie from your generation? It's not a comedy. And my mom looks at the cover and goes, no, it's really not.
0: <laughs> um, and I was going Someone like, said recently that there are, ki- there are people who are now adults who... Would not know to to run from a dueling banjo if they heard it in the middle of the night. We're not going to explain to you why you should run. But <laughs> if you ever hear banjo music in the woods, haul ass out of those woods, okay?
1: Amen. <laughs> you know, Just haul what, what, ass. Really... You don't
0: need to know why.
1: You
2: really don't. Just haul ass. And uh, and apparently, what's really sad is most of the extras in that movies in those movies were native. From what I
0: heard last, yeah, just no, just no. I don't. Good, I remember watching the Philadelphia Experiment, but I think I was really too young to understand what the movie was about. Mm-hmm. Um, someone earlier mentioned something that um, what was it? Oh, uh, Top Secret. Top Secret was funny as hell.
2: Top Secret? Okay. Top Secret's got Val Kilmer one. in it. Fucking hilarious. Uh, Well, there's Real Genius. Oh, yes, Top Secret. Okay. That was his first movie. Huh. Oh, boy. Let's pass. Going on to something else. We only have three minutes. Um, Real Genius.
1: My husband Real loves Genius it. I hate funny.
2: it. Okay. <laughs> I um, also don't
0: like um those, like, The Animal House. I hated that. I hated Revenge of the Nerds. Um, I don't I'm like any Revenge of, those, of 80 college, those 80s college movies. Porky's? Yeah, I'm passing that not one so by. Much. No, no, not so much. I do like Smokey and the Bandit, though.
2: Um, yes. That one was fun.
0: I remember watching the Cannonball, Cannonball Run. Movies. I didn't a plot yes. of any of them.
2: Mm -mm. No. Um, Cannonball Run was basically one big long car chase. It was great.
1: Uh,
0: My husband loves Blade Runner. I don't remember actually watching all of it in one sitting. I found it kind of boring, to be honest. Sorry if that offends anybody.
2: (laughs) God, talk about you know, there's a Three Musketeers all right, the, the Three Musketeers from seventy three with with everybody in that one. That one was fabulous. I remember enjoying the hell out of that one. Um, there was a Michael York who was one of the characters in there. He played D'Artagnan. Yes. And then like there's another movie that in he was like
0: And I like um Adventures in Babysitting. That was really fun.
2: Um Tears for for tears. what the hell did I watch there's you know it's really crazy how many movies we've, we've watched that we, we've all enjoyed the hell out of and then there's the ones that we all kind of nope on
0: okay we're down to 60 seconds I won't be on tomorrow but I'll probably be on Sunday um, I may or what? may not have a topic who the fuck knows anyways you guys have a great evening
1: and a great weekend Hello.